Live, Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series. I'm your host, Todd Bailey. Join me on the podcast tonight. Stephen Wilson. Steve Muller. Batman Bond correspondent, Brendan. Devastating Dan the Man. Yeah, Wade Copson on Pots and Beans. Yes, my stepbrother from another mother. My ginga stepbrother. How are you, big fella? I'm very well. How are you, sir? Good. Can you believe we've got a bunch of hooligans on the podcast tonight? Uh, well, I, I, don't know, I don't know if I, I'd describe them as hooligans. Wouldn't you? Scallywags. I feel kind of left out. Where was my title? Yeah. <laughs> well, you should make your you own. You make your own. You're the, you're the host. Steve, I, the man, not... the myth, the legend, Muller. Mm. Steve, yeah. I'm wearing a Zelda shirt. Mm. I love Zelda. Yeah? yeah. Or do I And for five Zelda? bucks, you can too, Todd. Hey? For what? And for five bucks, you can too. Ooh. <laughs> See, what, what time Zelda? do we go Because I've thought about this. It's like, you, you're the Batman Bond correspondent, Brendan. Correct, yes. Like, I don't really have a specialty. I'm yeah, a, you do. You're I'm the host. I'm a host. It's, yeah, it's, host. it's called presenting. But when, when it comes, like, yes, I'm very passionate about my Transformers, but like, I seem to be a bit of a geek of all trades. You know what we should call you? Steve, Autobots in Disguise, um, Muller. That doesn't ring, doesn't, you know? No. See, I thought about the geek of all trades, but when you make it an acronym, it's GOAT. I like that. <laughs> oh, Steve that's the GOAT. That's dangerous Muller. around Todd. <laughs> oh, hey, you bang one goat once and it sticks with you for life. Um, that's what you did in Ireland. Are that faithful? Yeah, hey? <laughs> it's like penguins. It's like a penguin. Are you right there? That's you? some funny shit, man. Oh, you've gone as red as Dan's shirt. We're, we're sitting here at 1 minute 30 and I lost my shit. Um, speaking of that, oh, that's I, a cut. I, I, uh, I just broke my chain. Oh, damn. Oh. 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 I've lost my jewellery. Uh, oh. How will the doctors know if you've got epilepsy or not? <laughs> How will I know where to stop shaving? Is that your <laughs> We've lost it already this, on this podcast. This is, this is a sign. It's it's like remember uh, was it in uh, Apollo thirteen where the wife lost a ring yeah, down the down the it. sink when the everything's yeah. gone to shit. It's, it's, that, that mean, that, that's a sign to tell us that everything's going to go to shit on this podcast, uh, and I think right. it's going to fulfill itself tonight. You, you know, it's, tonight's a special night. Now, um, Steve has come all the way from Brisbane. Has right? indeed. Which he's Steve? Had, yeah, no. Steve Muller, our host of Geeks. You're Steve, he's Wilson. Yeah, we just call him Wilson. We just call you sexy. I'm, I'm um, you've driven all the way from Brisbane, peak mm-hmm. hour traffic, mm-hmm. roadworks. Actually, it wasn't that bad. Shh, I'm trying to build it up. Uh, it's meant to be an epic journey, right? You've, you've made this epic journey up to the Oh, I was city. like travelling to Mordor. <laughs> Why'd you fucking walk? <laughs> Why didn't you fly in those fucking eagles, man? You know what the, he, he walked in and he saw the ring. Admittedly, it was me bending over, cleaning the bottom of the uh, <laughs> The eye of Sauron. <laughs> Did he try and stick it in a volcano? <laughs> he threw a ring at me, turned around oh, and walked no, off. There were enough noxious gases in here to <laughs> <laughs> Mount Doom. I do apologise. I had uh, Asian for lunch. Anyway, Todd uh, followed through earlier, and you had Chinese food. Brendan, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're a dirty boy. Oh. Um, anyway, what was I saying? You've driven all that way up, right? For a for special this. reason. For a special reason. <laughs> yeah. Dan, Dan has come up too. Dan, yeah, but Dan come from Logan. That's just something totally different. Hey. So did I. Yeah, what Logan? Dan, Dan, no, had, to, Dan had to get out of Logan first. But, but, oh no, and Dan then often hey. come up. Like I only come to Toowoomba at least once a year, and that's for a funeral. So <laughs> it, it is a special occasion. Well, well someone died. Todd lost his guts <laughs> just before the podcast. So. <laughs> oh yeah, actually, one of, we've got a couple of guests in here tonight. When I say guests, not podcasting, but they're just they're, they're tuning in. One of them's already passed away over in the back corner. I think he's awfully. <laughs> Quiet. Just yell out hello. Hello. Yeah, yeah. No, he's alive. He's alive. Unbridled enthusiasm. Um, and, and, anyway. and there's and there's a lady present too. There's a la- yes, a special welcome to Emily. Now that's Gird Steve's, your loins. That is Steve's better half. Because I mean look look at Emily. She's a lovely girl. Look at Steve. 
<laughs> God, <are> you, <laughs> I'm reaching. Are you he, paying he, Emily, sir? Because I mean, I'm, like, why is this girl he, with you? He's he's batting above his average. He is, isn't punching he? Above punching, above punching above his weight. Yeah. He's not the prettiest man, are you, Steve? No, not at all. Mind, mind you, I don't think any of us really. Hey, hey, hey! I'm fucking man pretty. Um, what to, to other men? Five out of uh, five out of ten prostitutes Engrates. say that. Um, and I'm getting sidetracked. Will you bastards shut up for a sec? So I can get to the point. Mm. We've had people do an epic journey to come up tonight to see something special. Yeah. Right? Yes. Now this to is see once a month. To, to see shit that'll turn you white. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is a milestone. Are this is the first gods? time I've ever been on the podcast. It is, but it's not. that's not the only special thing. You've it come should up. be. Okay, well, it's not. No, it's not. You've come all the way up. <laughs> We're going to see Retro Rewind Movie. Event Cinemas. And we once got a month. one! <laughs> Don't cross the streams. What is it, guys? One, two, three. Ghostbusters. How good? Now, look. Hey, what did you just like say? The ad. <laughs> what did he say? I that said Ghostbusters. Like <laughs> I thought he said gargoyles. It did, didn't it? That was a movie. Ghostbusters. Yes. We're, We're here to believe you. <laughs> we are heading along. Have, have, did any of you guys ever see it on the big screen? No. We're all too I young, aren't we? I think I did. It came out the year I, I was born. Was it? The first oh, one. No, would, would did you your dad go to see it? I would have seen the second one at the cinema. You might have just been a glint in his eye, Brendan, when he went to see it. Maybe. Yeah, probably not. The rest of us were shitting our pants. Yeah. Hey? Well, I guess it was scary. When, when the first one came out, we were all shitting our pants. Todd anyone, still is. Did, <laughs> did anyone see the second on the big yeah, screen? No. Yes. I did. Yeah. yeah, yeah I saw the... Yeah. I was I a little kid. And a mate of ours... Yeah. A mate of ours, uh, Dan, said that here in Toowoomba, the Ecto-1 rocked up to the premiere. No way. They, they, it here in Ghostbusters it, 2, right? It, it, it toured, toured around, yeah. yeah around um, chunks of Queensland. There was, a, I think there was a couple of them in Australia at the time, and they toured around... How awesome areas, would that have so. been, man? But you got to remember, back then it wasn't a um, standard release. Like they used to release it. Brisbane might have it a week or two before yeah. Toowoomba, and yep. then you know Toowoomba would get the it, week. then Rocky, and, it, and it, then it, it was actually on a piece of film, not just ones and zeros on a hard Movies, drive. Yeah. Big events. But yeah, they were. They were big events back then. But this is a big event tonight. Yeah, we've booked out the last two rows. We have of the cinema for everyone that's coming with it. We, we've got a, a geek speak. Um, entourage army, Essentially Entourage speak army I like that Are they not, like an entourage? Can I be Ari Gold If it's an entourage <laughs> Yeah Because I just really Want to tell someone uh, uh, i be Sasha Gray right, so You've got more you've, you've got You've got more Cleavage than talent That's what he says right That's what he says Yeah yeah. I was, no, was going to say Which way Drama Which uh, Hey <laughs> No I was going to say Who's going to be Lloyd Because uh, I need a, I, I need someone Who's going to be Um uh, I'm get a bag of human shit for you. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure I can provide my own, thank you. Um, yes, I'm quite sure. Why are we getting so distracted? I, having a whole bunch of you tonight is just so off-putting. Not because you're all ugly. It's just, just by the side of me. There's so much energy in the room here. Can, can I just just swap uh, topics now? Talking, no. talking about movie vehicles. Yes. Yesterday, I come across a site called. Uh, uh, BatmobileKits.com oh. mm-hmm. I just go, happened Brandon. to come across it And you can actually buy a kit of the Batmobile, right? Wow But the original story that sparked this all off Was a guy, when Batman 89 came out at the cinema Yep They had a competition to win the Batmobile Yep And this 23-year-old kid at college MTV drove the Batmobile to his college And gave him the keys for the oh. Batmobile And $15,000 Cash really? Wow! How, Did you how, need that to register? How <laughs> awesome would that have been? Like that's ne- one trip around the block. Like now, you know. Like, can you imagine well, having that sitting in a garage somewhere? Oh, you mean as in yeah? And and what's ever happened to that to that the vehicle? Car. What, you know? what car sure. do you have to have to base it? 
on? Uh, it used to be uh, Chevy. Yeah, something like Do that. Do they have a Toyota Starlet version? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, or an Astra or something? Yeah, it used, to, it used to be. It was so, a rolling yeah. chassis for a for a Chevrolet. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I think. And then they the shell. They actually there was a company in America who made numerous fiberglass shells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And essentially, it bolted on over this particular chassis. I think it might have almost been a Chevrolet police car or something like that. Could wasn't have it? been. Could have been. I remember reading about it when I was younger and thinking how cool that would be to do. Do you know with that fiberglass model? Yep. They didn't. The reason why the the um like the top of that car slides open is because they did it and they're like, okay. How does he get into it? They didn't, they, didn't incorpor- like they designed it, but didn't incorporate doors. And they're like, ah, uh, that can move forward. <laughs> they're going to do that in year one? I don't know. And even then, oh, sorry. they had to, um, to uh, manipulate Michael Keaton's cow. Yeah, his costume. Because they didn't allow for the length of the ears. So when he first sat in the car... Yeah. His, the ears would get stuck <laughs> and in took the his head off. Closing. So he had a special cow made like when he was in the car. It's like like an inch or something less on the ears. Yeah. Every time he's in the car, he's in a specially made No, cow. no. What they did is they just made sure they didn't rub him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. They that just got Tom so Cruise cool to fill in in the back. So like, he gets in the car, he pulls off the one and then puts on the car one and then... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and Vicky's with him. Don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look. He flicks that little switch that, that, that the, the yeah, light yeah. flashes people in the eyes. Because Alfred just blew the secret anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't you fucking sack Alfred? Every time that you know someone's ended up in the bat, in the Batcave, some chick, it's always been Alfred letting them in. And he brings him cold soup too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. what a fuck, man. Yeah. He's there oh, trying to fix his car. He's like, what the fuck is this shit? He says, it's supposed to be cold. And you're like, oh, what soup's supposed to be fucking cold? You're making this shit up. because yeah, a cold fish You're the laziest motherfucking so butler I know, Alfred. <laughs> if you weren't so decrepit, I'd boot your ass out. Get myself a lot, nice little hot... Um, <laughs> could you just imagine if Bruce Wayne... Just imagine this. Bruce Wayne, Alfred dies or he ditches him, right? And Al, uh, he, he thinks, well, it's a hard economy. I'm going to have to buy... Get cheap labour in. So he gets a little Asian so uh, housekeeper. Boy. Could you imagine... <laughs> it's America. <laughs> it'd be Hispanic. Hispanic. Well, Hispanic. Okay. Uh, yeah, good, good point. Um, no. could, you, could you imagine... Could you imagine... Oh, don't right? let pledge. <laughs> Master Bruce! Master Bruce! Housekeeping! <laughs> housekeeping! <laughs> What is this shit? <laughs> Can you imagine if he's all beaten and bruised? Oh, you have bad hooker last night. Mata Bruce. You know? Wow. <laughs> Where does your mind go? It's a dark it's and dangerous place. All the time. Although, I, I, I was looking through photos on the net of Batman 89, and yep. remember that scene where he's hanging upside down yes. in the yeah. bedroom? Yeah. And... and and like nothing like that Sex ever scene. happened in the Nolan films. He never tried to emulate the the animal. I'm the bat. To, oh, the, oh, no. okay. you know I was what I mean? wondering what you're he talking about. Push ups. Yeah. He did some push ups. That's about it. You know. I was wondering where you were going. With I'm that. just saying. Why are we talking about? Bat- well, actually, leading into that, um, we're all massive fans here of the Batman the animated series. Mm-hmm. Bruce Tim yeah. Paul Dini stuff. Sad news this week. Uh, Paul Dini, uh, not Paul Dini. Sorry, Bruce Tim. Has stepped aside from Warner Brothers uh, Animation. Yes. Yeah, the animation division. Yes. Stepped aside. Uh, will no longer be producing, I think, or something. No, apparently not. Nothing. He's, he's out of there. Out of there. Now, uh, they've said because he's got some secret projects he's working on. Oh, but it didn't yeah. say he's working on them for Warner Brothers. That's right. Mm, rumors say are flying, he's not either. No, rum, but rumours are flying thick and fast. One I did read is... Um, there's there's a rumour around that uh, Disney may have poached him to come across and really? do some work for Disney, especially oh. with Marvel. Um, I don't think he, he would. I It'd hope be he great wouldn't. if he did but some, Marvel, some 2D stuff with Disney. Marvel need good animated. Like, you had your movies like Next Avengers Next or Next Avengers yep. and your Doctor yeah. Strange and Invincible Iron Man. 
But then you'd watch your DC ones, and they were so much more adult, like uh, Batman Under the Red Hood. Yeah. Th- they they realise that not there is an adult market. It's not just kids wanting to watch these, and Marvel have just never kept up with that. No, it's so just, they it's can really bring someone in to do anyway. for Marvel what DC have been doing with animated films. Exactly, and then what, what DC what Warner Brothers need Star is to get Wars. someone from Marvel <laughs> who know how to make live action, like the feature mm. films, because that, that's they're both kind of it'll be it's swapped, hasn't let, it? Really? Let's have a, have a work experience program where we swap <laughs> swap uh, uh, people higher up. Yeah, you, you guys can have some of our animators. We'll take some of your ideas, men. But because uh, we've got fucking none. Very disappointing that uh, that Bruce Tim has moved on See, from, me, from Warner Brothers. The dream would be that his secret project would be actually going to work on a Justice League movie for or Warner like Brothers, mm. like the DC film side of things. Yeah, that'd be cool. He, can, he knows like. We've been saying how many times in this That's podcast? Right. They've got the talent there. Yep, just it's, have it. Instead of making animated movies, try and write something, you know, a live-action film. Yeah. I, I know, I know, it's, a different, as good as I know it's a different medium, but yeah, I mean, you can write it animated, yeah. write it live-action, yeah. and then get a good director to worry about the rest of it. Because keeping with the animated, what was the one I read today as well that they're now developing Flashpoint? Flash. Um, they've, they're finally... They're moving uh, off the big two, Batman yeah, and Superman. The Warner, the Warner Premiere branch, which do the mm. animated movies lately. Um, they've got a bit of criticism for the, or the last handful of being Batman or Superman related. Yeah, there's okay. a reason for that, though. Yeah, because well, they the sell. other ones don't sell. No, but they have stepped up and announced they're doing um, yeah. Flashpoint. So it's a Flash-centric one. Mm. Um, I'll tell you what, if it's six to the graphic novel, I, I enjoyed Flashpoint. I um, loved it. I thought it was a really good story. And, um, Plus it, where they're at now with CG. I mean, think of what they can do with the Flash. You look at what's what they've done in their games. They won't be doing it in CG, sadly. It'll be regular uh, animation that they have. Oh, okay. But like, you know, they're, they're like under the red hood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's, the, what's the new one? Superman one coming out? Superman Unbound. Superman Unbound. Um, so, but I'm looking forward to it. It'd be great to see them do something that's not Batman or Superman. The guy, the guy that's taking over, I can't remember his name now, but he's he's worked with Tim for a couple of years, and I think he's producing this Superman Unbound that's coming out. Yep. Uh, the the story that I read and a story that I heard was saying that he's interested in delving more into the DCU and not just Batman and Superman. Because do you guys remember the uh, Justice League Unlimited cartoon series? Yes, oh, it was brilliant. so good. It was so good because they saw you saw not just Superman or Batman and Wonder Woman and Flash. It was, oh, the question, the question, Cowboy Vigilante, um, the Crimson Mist. Yeah, oh, yeah. All everyone. But even the DC was it DC Showcase, the little films before they were, their animated. Films. They were good. You know, they, they stopped they doing that. Yeah, Green that, Arrow and the that Spectre, Spectre one was cool. Yeah. Yeah. So Green Arrow, still, Jonah Hex, bigger mm. name characters, but starting Catwoman. to branch out. And it was yeah, why did they get away? From the 15, 20 minute showcase and actually make a decent Yeah, film. the Catwoman one was the last one for those. Was I think they wanted Legends to focus more on. They wanted to focus features. more on, on the features, yeah. Yeah, which mm. is sad because I did like, enjoy the showcase. And you remember they brought out the Superman versus. I was just Man. about to say that. The How Superman awesome Shazam was that? Was it was great. really, really good. You haven't seen that, no. Steve? It was, oh, it was more Mr. like Wilson, a... Mr. Wilson, you got to watch that. It was more like a half hour. It, it was, was longer it was than longer. the other ones. It was yeah. longer, yeah. See, those showcases kind of remind me of what they've been doing with Justice League comic. With Shazam at the, back. the, as the back. No, give him his own title. You know, um, honestly, <laughs> that's, a, that's I, a good read. That I said uh, it's better than the Justice League yeah. part, a book at the moment. Like it's it's the only reason to pick up Justice League for me is to read the to read Shazam. the Shazam backup because yeah, so you're getting through and you're like, oh, this is good. Ooh, Billy. Yeah, exactly. And and so many people are going, when are they going to collect as a graphic novel? It's like, mm. well, they haven't even finished the fucking story yet. So they made so much crap with the new Fifty Two. And one of their best stories, best illustrated, best told. Yeah, it's a little feature at the back of an issue of something else. Gary Frank on the artwork. I mean, he is spectacular. Gary Frank, I love his style. He's the guy who also did Batman Earth One. Uh, we've got a review coming up in a couple Which of weeks awesome. of that. 
Batman Earth 1, original hardcover graphic that novel. Was good, that was a good novel, that. Oh, uh, they're yeah. bringing out a second one. Uh, we should see it hopefully by the end of the year, they're, they're saying. So Excellent. there you go. Yeah. No. Keep an eye out for that. To, um, what they, apparently it's going to focus on Killer Croc and oh, yeah. Riddler. Sweet. That'll be very, very good. Have you read it yet, Ginge? Oh, no. Batman Earth 1? No, I haven't, no. Yeah. You'll have to check it out. You, you really will. It's very well, it well te- done. It teased the Riddler at... At the end, but apparently it's going to focus first on first Batman Croc. story to ever give him his pupils. Yes, was, under the cow. That's right. Mm. That was that, yeah, I remember true. something so trivial, but something so big at the same time. Like to give him that more human. That's what made us pick you as host of Geek Speak. It was the trivial shit, um, and we we're kind of like, you know what? If we was, ever have to do a, like a pub trivia and it's on superhero <laughs> stuff, he's our man. So we went. There let's, wasn't let's a close up in Gotham by Gaslight at some point. Ooh. What are you talking about in the comics? Yeah, we oh, but we're but I guess that's not up. standard. We're about the whole time, like he, and also that's not standard. In Batman, Batman Earth no. One, he's seen he he was immature. He, yeah. Oh yeah, he had no idea what the His fuck gadgets were honestly or anything. At some stage, they go that way if they ever do like a you know TV series. What, or I, what they're going to do? What with I Justice liked, League in the regular you know Batman mythos, I guess you'd say he was always out for um, you know to protect Gotham and to stop what happened to his parents happening again mm. in Earth One. That's not his his uh, mission. In this one, he's just out for revenge against his parents' killers. He might... walks past muggings. Like there's, there's muggings going on, but he's kind of like, that's not my mission. My mission is to track down. Oh, shit. So, and that's, that was the, the different take on it that I, I looked at and went, that's, that's, mm. that's pretty interesting. I'm wondering if a bit of that immaturity is going to come out in um, <laughs> Snyder's, what is it, year zero? Year zero. No, zero year. Zero, zero year. year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm wondering if I'm that's going to come out because it's like, well, again, oh, he's really just starting out. It's like he's not the badass he is now. So, Are you guys looking forward to uh, Superman, uh, the new Superman comic, yes. Superman Unbound? Yes. Uh, from Scott Snyder and Jim Lee coming out say, in the next two months. So. I am now because I, I gave up on Superman and I, I came back in with New 52, Action Comics, Superman. Which was a letdown. And got to about probably the ni- eighth or ninth issue of both yep. and just gone, I'm done. I've done it with a few titles, uh, Ravages, Teen Titans is nearly gone for me. Which is sad. Like, do, you, do you like the artwork of Brett Booth though? The artist on that. I love Brett Booth's artwork, right? And I remember years ago, he was a, like an image independent artist, and he did a sketch for, for Wizard. They were talking about back, back then rebooting like a bunch of the books, mm-hmm. and they got him to draw Nightwing. And his version of Nightwing was cool. just wicked. And it never went anywhere. They just, it was kind of like Wizard paid for was this. Was that one years ago where they were like, because Marvel was really, um, they were really killing it with Ultimate. And they yeah. said, what would happen if. We, they did Ultimate DC, and I remember like Superman had short sleeves and gloves. Uh, and yeah, Batman, Batman had a different, really kick ass costume. And I think yeah. Commissioner Gordon was African American. Yeah. And, and remember when uh, when um, All Star Batman and Robin was going to come out, and we were all like, this is, this is, <laughs> this is <laughs> what happened. This is I finally going to be the character designs for Batman in this. And then, yeah, it turned and it out looked, to be. Like, all Star Batman and Robin was not changed at no, all. It was just a regular. Batman and Robin costume with, with Jim shorts. Lee drawing it. Yeah, oh, the like, art was it looked beautiful, pretty, but, yeah. but the character designs shit. were just Jim Lee, so much piping. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, going back, yeah, Brett Booth, he did this image of, of, of Nightwing, and everyone went, "Holy shit, that would be so great." Mm-hmm. When they announced he was on Teen Titans, I was like, "Oh god, yeah!" Like this guy can draw. Like I love his artwork, and it is a stunning artwork. Scott Lobdell's story, though, bit of a letdown. It's just, oh, really? It, yeah, I, I came in because I just started getting back into Teen Titans before it's. The new Fifty Two happened. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep going with this, and I too much retroactive retconning bullshit. Yeah, like they kept Green Lantern. I'm happy with that. That's my passion. Essentially, Batman, Batman float is on. pretty much flow on, but everything else just went to shit. And yep. some they've done all right, others. Yeah. 
It's it's funny how DC seem to not be able to write Superman. They have so much trouble with Superman lately. Yeah, Best but, uh, person okay, be who honest. write Superman was what was it recently? I think it was an issue of Justice League. Jeff Johns. There was this one panel of Clark and I think it may have been Bruce Wayne yep. in the Kent house. And he's talking about putting the glasses on and that's the way he wears, that's the mask he wears. Like, Bruce, you hide behind that mask. This is my mask. And I was like, you know, Jeff Johns knows Superman. Why do they not have yeah. him right? But then again, he but can't it's just, well, Yeah, like Jeff Johns, take me wrong. Amazing writer, right? Uh, love, love, hey? You with Ben Affleck. You have a man crush me with Jeff, Jeff Johns. Johns. <laughs> what the fuck is he doing with Justice League? <laughs> like, his, his last handful of issues he have just... Ass with Aquaman. Yeah, and he then, made Aquaman cool despite the whole way through the book <laughs> saying, like, everyone, he even put in, in the jokes, like, Aquaman, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I love what he says. He orders fish and chips. The first issue and he orders <laughs> yeah. fish and chips. And they're like, you can't eat that. Yeah. He's like, why? And they're like, because it's fish. And he's like, oh, I, you know, you talk to fish, you can't like, eat them. He's jokes, like, I don't talk to fish. He made Aquaman <laughs> one of the baddest <laughs> characters in the DC universe. Yeah. What the fuck happened with Justice League? His Justice League has been this so disappointing. His character, and I'm just you like... Know? And he's off Green Lantern now. Now he's come off that, yeah, so... Yeah, I wept a hey? lot. You wept? I... I'm looking over for confirmation from Emily. Did he, did he really weep? Was he crying? Jeff Johns is the reason I read DC. Yep. I was always a Marvel fan. Uh, I dropped off for a few years, and then when you opened your store, I was getting into Ultimate Marvel... That's oh, kept me back going. Back when you were such a youngin'. And you told me for years I needed to read Green Lantern Rebirth. Yeah, I did. I used to throw and it kept, at you when you walked yeah, in. And you did the same with Invincible, number yeah. one. I finally gave up on that, and eventually I finally got Rebirth. Yeah. Now, 70, probably 70% of my reading is DC. <laughs> Welcome until, to the dark side. <laughs> until Marvel Now happened. Really? I started reading all new X-Men. Yeah. Ultimate, after Ultimatum, it all went to shit. They're only kind of just now bringing it back. Yeah, yeah. But I started reading all new X-Men. I am now reading every X-Men title they're bringing out. Yeah, X-Men Silly Legacy, Sucker, like 25 Extermin- of them. <laughs> Uncanny X-Force, X-Men, Uncanny X-Men, Exterminated. Are you, are you looking forward to the all-female version yeah. of the X-Men called, funnily enough, X-Men? Um, <laughs> don't get, don't go on the X-Men. Can, can, okay. No, no, but um, our, our video bastard. this week was the lovely Anna Marangeli, our girly mm. Geekspeak host, did a piece on promoting the, the new uh, Marvel Now relaunch of X-Men with an all-female team. So yeah, head along to youtube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia. Oh. Oh, he's fucking slick, isn't he? I just love him. Uh, yeah, but uh, like but you that, would be a bit of a rarity. Honestly, that, in, in our store alone, um, the, the Marvel Now relaunch But I think didn't it was just off. because, especially with all new X-Men number one, you had Brian Michael Bendis and Stuart Immonen, who, yeah. for me, were a staple of the Ultimate Universe. So they to me, it felt... They Ultimate Fantastic... They, they did a lot of... Uh, they did. Immonen took over from... Oh, shit, I can't believe my mind's blanking on this. He did the first hundred issues of Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, Mark Bagley. Ah, yes. He took over from him. And so it felt it felt like home. It felt comfortable. Like It, it felt like I'd been reading it for ages. Even though I haven't read these characters in ages, I came back with Avengers vs. X-Men. Yeah. Just like a nice pair of jeans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Snug. Or a hug from Todd. <laughs> you suck. And, and I kept reading. And even though I haven't seen these characters in years knowing what the hell is going on like so much has happened yeah I just instantly felt like I knew everything really and I've and I've been picking up every X-Men title now and so now they're starting to take back a bit of the readership from DC because a lot of those new 52 books I'm just dropping oh this is this not does not bode well yeah. for the DC dark side <clears throat> 
You know, we'll have to con you with like cookies even, or something. Even Green Lantern, I'm, I'm really scared with what they're going to do with this whole creative team disaster with Jeff Johns going and everyone else going. Yeah. Because... You know what I'm actually worried about? I'm worried about creative changes across the board at DC. They've mm. announced guys coming on the books for only a couple of weeks later, they turn around and go, these guys go, nah, we're off because of uh, editorial... Yeah, because like, people are like, um, D- uh, Andy, Andy, Andy Diggle. D- uh, Andy Diggle. Andy apparently, Diggle's with The that stuff that happened with Gail Simone. Gail Simone. Yeah, apparently, I, I read this week that super, uh, Action Action 19 yeah. came out, and apparently it's the best Superman comic that's come out since the new 52 yeah, began. Um, it's brilliant, but everybody knows... Diggle's gone. Yeah, the artwork's amazing. Superman, we, we talked about, about, we looked at the promo a couple of weeks ago. The artwork looks amazing. And DC shot themselves in the foot because he's not... He's not and you've got, you've one got a movie issues. coming out in, what, four, three, four yeah. months? This is... Uh, they have had a lot of... I don't know why they have so really much trouble bad with Superman. With. It's, it's, it's it all started with... Mind blank. Oh, Captain Pouch. Oh, uh, Rob Liefeld. Rob Liefeld. <laughs> and it Pouch. just went downhill from there. Do you know what I do love? I don't know if anyone else saw it this week. Uh, There's a shot someone was selling on eBay I think from I an art class or something yes. like that. Yep. Rob Liefeld was doing an art class and had sketched a hand and a foot, right? They're selling it and they're going, proof he can draw feet. <laughs> and, okay. and it was selling... It, it jumped up on it eBay, did, didn't it? It did, it did. Like, I saw the same one and a quote... He, he, he made a quote about it saying... Who wants to draw fucking hands or feet when pouches and ammo belts are so much cooler? <laughs> yeah. It's true. But there is proof. That there's, it's like a lost and, Da Vinci piece. You know, bigger than and, my head. And to be honest, when you looked at the foot, you kind of went, it is kind of a little bit dicky. It's not, it's not, yeah, it's a bit skew-if. It's not quite right. Yeah. bit pigeon-toed. <laughs> yeah, no, but anyway, there you go. That's that's the DC. So You're into the Marvel realms. I didn't know that. Yeah, like, like I was saying, with, with even the... Titles that I am passionate about, like Green Lantern, like the big crossovers, uh, um, War. Uh, what, what are they in now? Wrath of the First Lantern. Yep. I just don't care anymore. Do you know what I'm? Like when I'm when like I read Rebirth, they were up to past the Sinestro Core War. So I came in, massive crossovers. Blackest Night had me like, which was ripped. And now, like, I get these crossovers, and I'm skimming pages. I actually had an issue of Green Lantern New Guardians recently, the annual. Yeah. I, I wanted to burn it. I, I skimmed you, the last. I skimmed the last half of the book, just barely reading it hang on, because it was hang so on. poorly written. His last name is Muller. So That's shit. German, right? Oh, here we go. You're Hitler reborn, aren't you? He's got the he's, really. He's, he's, you're starting. Look, he's got the look, little bit of. He, he does. He do, his hair is combed over to the one side. Yeah, it's usually shaved. You Where just, were you, you in 1940? You just said you want to burn a book. You never burn comics. Just, he, he was originally born I mean. like, in Brazil. I was that uh-huh. disappointed with it, and it was just like this another little nail in the coffin for what DC has been going through in the last 12 months. They started off with a bang with the new 52 and, and it's then just, it just it's, went to hell. It's, yeah, it's starting to peter out a little bit, I'll be it? dropping some books, I think. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah. That, that is to make way to... I mean, I want to start picking up that new Superman if it's if it's good because I'd love to pick up a Superman. you Superman, Batman. And, and Superman, Batman. Explain is one Superman like to... Unbound to me because I haven't read much about it. How was he bound? Yeah. <laughs> Ropes? <laughs> chains? Ball gags? No, uh, <laughs> It's Superman Kryptonite Unchained, isn't it? Gags. The the Jim Lee. <laughs> it's messed up. What's that? Scott's not. It's Superman Unchained, isn't it? It was meant to be called Man of Steel. Yes. Yeah, and they've changed the name uh, yes. on it, the solicitation, all that kind of thing. Yeah, it was Superman Unchained, but they because of all the images you've seen over the years, very really bust out of 
Do they just have those fridge magnets and they just keep rearranging them? It's a new Superman. Isn't a new Superman series starting afresh? And you've got basically a, a, a DC Dream Team working on working it. Working on it now. With Snyder and Jim Lee. You say Dream Team. I'm going to open a can of worms here, and I know I'm going to get some hate for this. Some of the, I, I want to talk most overrated artists. Artists or writers? Artists. Well, we can do both. Yeah, because Grant Morrison's can overrate it. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Low is across the I table. High five. Through the mics. Through the mics. I'm pulling I'm <laughs> this out there. Muller's lost. I'm afraid of getting smacked. Jim Lee. As overrated? Overrated. How? Uh, how? Yeah, why? I just... I find it just samey. And again, going back to New 52 with all these designs, like how... Overstylized they were with all the piping and everything, and it, it just constant two page flat splash spreads. I'm just, I'm over it. Like, yeah, but you know why? Because it's structure Reyes, is uh, so solid. Ethan Van Shiver, yeah. Shiver, can never remember. Shiver, yep. Um, Gary Frank, beautiful artist, and yet yep. Jim Lee is constantly put on this oh, fucking yeah. pedestal. And I'm like, there are so you know, many uh, better artists. Ed, well, he'd probably be the first person to tell you about 20 other artists that he thinks Ed Benes, um, Ian Churchill, um, uh, what's his name? Works with um, Peter J. Tomasi on, um, did a lot of Green Lantern stuff as well. There's, a, there's an absolute number. Uh, Pat Gleason is another great, mm. that's the guy. I really like Capullo's stuff. Capullo is that's brilliant. the whole brilliant. reason I yep. started buying the Batman 52. So I, I read Hush. Yep. You... you Again, force that down my throat. <laughs> yeah, and you didn't gag on it. Yeah. But, but you can't. You can't well, tell me you didn't like it. Swallow hush. You, you can't tell me you didn't like it. You came back for more. <laughs> I, no, I loved Hush, but I never read Batman regularly. It was a title I picked up with New Fifty Two. Yeah, and I just sat there going, "What the fuck have I been doing? Why haven't I been reading this more?" But then I realised... Because Grant Morrison was writing it prior to that. Yeah. Snyder and Capullo. Like, again, they, they have done for Batman what Jeff Johns did for me with Green Lantern. Yeah, yep. And I, if they break up that team, I'm, I'm done. Yeah. I'm fucking gone. Hate mail to DC, you know. Um, no, I, look, I agree with you. Yeah, like, Jim Lee, he's a headline. He's like the, you know... He's John Bon Jovi, right? Well, and all the rest are kind of like County Crows fucking, and guys like that. To know, me, the he's the fucking Richard Twilight Richard of comic book artists. He's the one? This overrated bullshit. No, that... no, 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 no. Yeah, you know who I would say is overrated <laughs> nowadays? Like Frank Miller conversation. Honestly, yeah, um, no. Alex Ross, for me, is the guy who I would say is overrated nowadays because... Alex Ross back in the day was groundbreaking around he Kingdom hasn't Come Marvel. Rowan. He hasn't. He, what, what the sad well, part is, is his covers. Kind of at the peak of what I, he does. It's kind of hard to improve. I on can that. also give you, uh, like, pick a bunch of the DC covers he did for Justice Society and everything else. I can Marvels. Put them beside, Marvels. I can put them side by side with a bunch of his dynamite covers. The, All the, the new stuff. Like Phantoms, with, um, and Phantoms and everything else. What's that, uh, the super, the, we did the video on it a few weeks back. Uh, uh, masks. masks. Put that and Marvels next put, to each other. Put them all side by side, and you can see how he recycles poses. Mm-hmm. Uh, he recycles the, the cover, generally the cover makeup. Like wow. Steve Wilson, out. me and you, man, we love just seeing what? it. Seeing no, I'm just we're, saying no, we're, we're, we're I love the artwork. But we're, we're just I, I happy see what to you see. mean because <laughs> even at the end of Marvels in the trade collection, he uh, there's this, the whole behind the scenes thing of him how he does the artwork mm. and he gets his friends to, you know, do the same, like, yeah, poses and he'll use their images or the images of celebrities. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it's the same poses. Every, you, you're going to see the same poses in superhero comics regardless. Yeah. But when something is as distinct as his style, 
you see... He doesn't grow. He's I, not experimenting more. I th- I th- like, I I've think, seen this a thousand times I, th- I think the thing that he probably needs to work at is camera angle placement. You know, like the, pose, the poses can be same, but if you move the camera around mm. underneath or behind or on top... That's you know, a filmmaker and you coming out there. Well, well, as, the as, as a comic artist, you have Alex to think Ross that Alex Ross does you know? what Michael Bay does whenever somebody steps out of a car. Yeah. Straight up at them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very dramatic shot. Alex Ross does that with all his superhero poses, and they never. You're right. It's the it's the angles. You know, that, that, there's it. a reason why he he's no longer with DC doing stuff for DC, and the reason being, he flat out said he will not draw the new Fifty Two designs because in his mind, the uh, DC stuff stopped it with the Silver Age. He always hated drawing the '90s versions of the superheroes. Mm. That's why you never saw him do a lot of those like those. Uh, uniforms or anything else He okay. always wanted to draw He hates pouches Yeah Hates pouches He likes uh, cloth He hates He, he hates, does like cloth He, he hates he leather And well. he hates pipe. He, he always wanted to draw Classic Batman Superman Hal Jordan as Green uh, Green Lantern Yeah um, Barry Allen as as, uh, as, Flash. As, as Flash And he once said Apparently in an interview If he was given the keys To the king Because like You know When he was so hot at DC yeah, And everything yep, else yep. He couldn't do anything wrong um, if he was given full free reign mm. to, to create stuff for DC or like you know, back then kind of reboot, yep. he was going to take it back to the Silver Age because he he believed that is the only period DC should be focused on was that look and it and that oh, that was why I lost respect I see for him. him. Do something now for DC or in the last few years for DC was only ever a cover or an incentive cover. Yeah. He wouldn't do any interior artwork. Nope. Mm. It was always just a cover. And you'd have all the de- all the newer designs of the characters on the main cover and in the book, and then suddenly you'd have his cover yeah. in the seventies designs. Yeah, well, you think the majority of the ones he did the covers for JS uh, for JSA Justice Society of America were classic heroes and yeah, the classic poses. Cost- costumes haven't changed. He didn't really change too much. So. Oh God, imagine him jumping on Earth Two now. <laughs> oh, <The> humanity! <laughs> but that's the thing. That's why he's no. He doesn't really do anything for wow. DC anymore. Well, I so. guess he's got his thing. You know, I mean, he's. He's clearly good at a certain thing. There's the thing, nothing the, wrong with The thing is, he's not a starving artist anymore. Well, if he was a starving artist, he'd have to swallow some of his pride and, also, and, yeah. and do what you, people ask him to do. Love, like, I mean, oh, yeah, I don't want to sound like I'm bagging Alex Ross because I do still love his artwork and everything else. <laughs> but I kind of am. You're right, Steve. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck you, Alex Ross. I love your shit, fuck man. Fuck you and your fucking yeah, kingdom. I love him. Kingdom Come was the, was the bomb. Was the bomb. Honestly, Alex Ross was the bomb on Kingdom Come. The time Come, it would yeah. take him to do a continuous... Yeah, title would be no, no. But I'd love to see. Imagine like they've, Dynamite's got the fucking license for for Phantom, which they've done nothing with for what now? Twelve months? There's been no Phantom coming uh, for twelve the months. Phantom. The Phantom. Oh, they, I didn't the realize Phantom. they had. The... They still have the license, okay. but they've done fucking. Nothing. I love they to brought see out twelve him issues and it stopped. Draw a full. Um, I would love. No, I'd love to see him do a one like a one off yeah. graphic novel just on the Phantom. Like, yeah. imagine him drawing. I'd, I'd love to see him go across to IDW. Well, if I, if I was to see him do a one shot, I'd want to see him do. My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. <laughs> no, no, and that's Sorry, I just saw it over your shoulder. And had to that's be Steve Muller. Are you a brony? I don't think that's made it up the hill. No, I'm not a brony. I'm going to turn his mic off. No, man. I was going to say, that's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's Steve Muller. That's his last podcast. He's not like the host of this week. <laughs> I'd, love to see, I, I'd love to see... Are you going to replace me with her? Are you going to bring anyone back? Wilson, you're doing it. Hey, Muller. My mic's off. I'll kill you. No, what? For that uh, comment, he should be allowed to say. <laughs> while, while we're talking about people pissing the shit off, 
the bloody <laughs> announcement Disney made yesterday. <sighs> Shut down shutting Arts. down LucasArts. Wait, wait, wait. I, how did I miss this? Mm, well, you your head buried. You were focused somewhere. on North Korea. <laughs> you were focused on North Korea. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was trying to talk Kim Jong-un off sure of a ledge. doesn't happen. <laughs> they were... Um, uh, yeah, it was which since came out this week, which were the new Red Dawn with Korea invading America. And I yeah, was like, yeah. How well timed is uh, this? Kim Jong Un got Spetsnaz guys. He, there, he, so he downloaded off kickback. Off, surely he downloaded off Torrent. And went, what the fuck is this? Um, <laughs> they can't so, do this before I do it. <laughs> oh, f- oh, fuck you, America! I hit the button first. <laughs> oh wow. So, <laughs> surprised no one hasn't sung Roman. What did I say yet? about discipline? Oh, do, you want, do you want me to go back and do I'm his father? So you're heartbreaking. So you're busting my balls. So Alright, going back to what Wade was saying. my body <laughs> with rage. Yes. Going back, Ginge. So wait, wait, wait. Disney. Sh- so they buy. Lucas. Yep. Lucas they're, they're an animation studio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Making sense so far. <laughs> and, they, and they're shutting down LucasArts. They're shutting down LucasArts, what? the computer game division. Oh, of the computer Which game has made say, some so of the best what? computer Every games Star ever. was movie from now on will just be Disney. But no, sorry, yeah, the gaming division. All the gaming division, uh, and, and people are up in arms, something shocking. Dan was telling us yesterday about how people on the uh, forums are absolutely losing their shit. Really, Dan? You got any updates there? Yeah, no, they're losing their shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just, it is, it's just like uh, crossing. What's in the guy? Uh, what's it, Ollie? In uh, is it Family Guy or uh, American? Yeah, you know, what's it like out there? It's raining. <laughs> <laughs> Give me soup. <laughs> but um, like, uh, yeah, LucasArts were one of the biggest. Was they the division that, that made some of the greatest computer oh, games of history? Day of the Tentacle, Grim Day Fandango, Tentacle, Monkey Island, Monkey Island. Oh, all, all adventure games. I, I was talking to Dan yesterday about. Remember Dark Forces Two? Dark Forces was a, was a multiplayer uh, game. X-wing I, Tie Fighter. Yeah. Well, X-wing versus Tie Fighter. He remembers now, it because let's, he used let's to rape people for a in second. it. And what has Disney made in terms of video games that has done well? Oh, that's Kingdom right. the only, Well, Kingdom <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is also Square. No. Enix. What are you yeah, they didn't make I've it. I've never played the no, fucking no, no. thing. King, King, Funhouse. Kingdom oh. Hearts is also Square Enix, which has the whole Final Fantasy franchise behind it. Did they do Tomb Raider? No. no, no, definitely uh, not. That's they, Eidos, isn't it? Eidos, Eidos. Yeah. Oh, because so, they do Assassin's Creed, don't they? So what I can understand uh, is how can they shut down a highly Ubisoft. successful gaming company what they're doing, they've got nothing of their What own? they're now doing is they're, they're making it so that none of their... They've got no employees that can actually make the game. It is purely a division for licensing out the Star Wars franchise. Oh. So what they're going to do is they're going to go to those little Mar and Pa computer game companies... And get them to put all shitload of money into uh, researching and building games, and then they market it. Lucas will it. just go, "Yep, yeah, we'll give you, we'll just give you, you know, a hundred thousand dollars." Isn't that what Warner Brothers have done with Warner Brothers? The game, their gaming division, which they set up in Canada, is essentially the same thing. Warner Brothers went, "We're going to set up an office in Canada, and we're going to uh, we're going to hire the guys like Rocksteady." Uh, and all Nether the realm. Like, we'll look at Nether they Realm, do all with, uh, Mortal Kombat, <laughs> and then Injustice. Like yeah. You wouldn't see that from Warner Brothers Interactive. They no, that's right. But Warner that. Brothers, essentially, they went, we're setting up this gaming division. We'll do some in-house like uh, app games and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But the the rest of it will be um, uh, handed well, off, essentially, to franchise just, out. Just outsourcing contractors yeah, to and then make Warner, the games. The Warner Brothers game division, then once it's done, they go, right, we will handle the promotion of it, yeah. the distribution. Because they've got the... They've got the now behind the power. them, I guess. So. I, I, guess that, I guess that's the idea. You know, you're not spending... 
you're not spending money on research and development and, and production of the game. You're just paying for the the end product. Yeah, mm. no, that's no, the way I can, the I, 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 I can understand where they're coming from. The history of video game companies and how many are shut down like that. Yeah. And yeah, EA Interactive buying everything and fucking it for everyone. I, I can't well, see it Wilson, anything Wilson, you've got this look on your face there of like a man deep in contemplation here. No, it, it just concerns me, I guess, because I, I don't know what this means for the future of things that, you know, LucasArts had been talking about and they had been talking about Where's revisiting some Island? of these. Well, exactly. That's yeah. right. And they were talking... And uh, Star Wars 1313. Yeah. Which is... you know, uh, Check that out on YouTube. The gameplay of that looks absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. It's not a kid's game. It's a full-on, proper, you know, adult game. And it's it looks fantastic, and from what they're talking about, it's going to be shut down completely. We're at forty minutes. <laughs> oh, thank you. I was asking the time. We were working out hand signals for this. It's pretty hard. I thought, I thought Brendan was telling Todd how to steal second or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't. No, home, home run, bunt. Yeah. <laughs> steal second. No, um, uh, rhymes with Canada. But, uh, <laughs> just just a, a brief thing. Lucas Lucas Arts. They were also handling some of the comic. Side of things with Dark Horse, I thought. Oh, uh, in the last couple of years, some of that had gone across to, to Lucas. Because mm. I read something the other day, they're saying there were some comic projects tied in with Lucas Arts mm. that are now just being shunted. Yeah. I, I just, so. I, I really don't know if this is the future for all major corporations. Whether they're just going to be okay, we're just the figurehead, yeah. and people that are making no money whatsoever. Yep can do the work for us, but we just won't pay it. Sounds very much like the uh, visual effects companies for Hollywood at the moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. where visual com- uh, effects companies, you know, like uh, Rhythm and, H- and Hughes had to shut down last last uh, couple months ago before the Oscars, and they were the company that made Life of Pi. I mean, without them, it'd just be a bloke in a little pond in a boat yeah. with a big blue foam lion, you know? Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't Life of Pi, though, that they... They sort of lost them, was it? It was something that they were working it, it, on after that. It, it, that they it, weren't it was, getting. It, yeah, it was projects beforehand. But what they're mm. doing is, uh, essentially, the you know these big uh, movie companies are saying, okay, the effects for this movie are going to be fifty thousand dollars. Do you <laughs> do you want to? Uh, you have to put in your tenders for that yeah. for that movie. And the companies come in and go, yeah, well, I guess we're going to have to do and it for that they much. Just private and then, contractors or something. That's right. So there's and no the, union. There's no job. No, that's right. And that's then what's happening is people industry. are working hmm. on those projects. You know, working around the clock trying to get these projects done, yep. and aren't being paid the correct wages. Do you so sounds awfully familiar to me. Quite so say, do you think we'll see that go in, even in the comic industry? Go back because in the old days, um, we're talking right back into the thirties and in, in the thirties, forties, and fifties. They had studios, separate studios that essentially, um, uh, like Will Eisner, and that was part of one of them. Yeah. And they took the work on from DC, and then they hired their own artists to do it, and then yeah. handed the work back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, to a degree, Image did a lot of that. Top Cow. Um, you had the back in the nineties when the guys came across um, Jimmy Palmiotti and uh, uh, Joe Casada came across to do the Marvel Knights. Mm-hmm. They were essentially subcontractors oh, wow. to Marvel, who then Marvel said, "Well, we'll give you Punisher, Daredevil, blah blah blah." These books are just and about they'll stuffed. be they'll be under the the, the banner of Marvel, Marvel Knights. Knights, not ascent, not. Directly under Marvel, no, and, and, and they said they're to, across to the they, side here. They had no, like when I say they had no say, but they kind of went, "You get the creators you want." So that's when Joe and Jimmy turned around and said, "Kevin, Kevin Smith, come along and write yep. Daredevil." Yep, yep. Uh, I think they got Garth Ennis to do some of the. What was the other stuff one that then. Marvel did around that time with Marvel Knights? Where before that, you had the Heroes Cre- Reborn. And no, no. After Heroes Reborn, it was like creator own titles. I remember Brian Michael Bendis did that one. The um, 
It's like cover had two teenage girls in bikinis, very realistic shot. Oh, yeah, that? I can't remember that. But Could that have been that, anything that was like in the Marvel's attempt at creator-owned comics. They've tried it. They still got it. Icon mm. uh, is like Marvel's Icon version of Vertigo. The powers and powers came powers out through that, and a lot of the Mark Miller stuff came out through Icon, Marvel Icon as well. Mm. But yeah, back then, it, like that's different to being uh, like uh, I guess subbing the work out. Yep. But they did. They've done it. DC. Talked about it. That's why they end up buying Wildstorm because originally they were in talks with Jim Lee for Wildstorm mm-hmm. to potentially take on some titles, DC d- titles, and like and, and have a crack. And they would like farm the work out. Yeah. And then DC turned around and went, "Fuck it, we'll just buy the company." So they. Bought I, I don't understand why they don't do that. Where they they can, you know, there's all this talk about giving back to the artists, giving back to the community. Why don't you set up a publisher name under DC? And you put the work out to people to create their own comics. Well, that's what Vertigo was, dude. Vertigo that, that's was essentially what, that's that. what I mean. Vertigo's but kind now, of the But now, yeah, now it's kind of like, no, no, we'll just stick to what we know how to do. That's and we'll just forget culture. about all that other stuff. It's corporate culture. If you're gonna, if you're gonna constantly don't take be, a risk, they don't want to take a risk. If you're gonna look constantly at saying it, yeah, but look at look at Hollywood today with all the remakes and everything else. Creativity in Hollywood is a bad thing. No, like if you've right. got an original idea, don't want to know about it. It's give all right. Another, it's all right if you've got a good idea of how the camera moves. Yeah, but give us they, all they want is a give us a reboot, give us a new franchise, give like us a lens flare. Yeah, I came on Michael Bay. Um, no, Abrams. J.J. Abrams. J.J. Uh, Abrams, yeah. No, sorry, I'm thinking Explosion for Michael Bay. Um, or Brent But yeah, like, I, it's creativity like that is kind of dead today. If it's not a tried well, and trusted a, thing that's going to make a money, I remember I've seen years ago where somebody came out, like some big wig in Hollywood said he wanted to see every single movie ever made remade. Like, what? <laughs> are you that fucking far out of ideas? We've like, made them all. I, I like it. that there are a heap of comic book films. Like, every year I'm constantly going, oh, this is my year for movies because it's just comic book title after comic book title. Yeah, yeah. but how long until that but at fades? The same, and because well, they've already remade ba- them. Well, back when, <laughs> they, back when they started it, you know, it was like there is this wealth of history and stories that they can pluck from instead of, you know, mm-hmm. constantly remaking shit. Yeah. But yeah. even they're now onto the... Let's just reboot everything. But but why do they need to reboot or remake stuff that is so recent, like Spider-Man, for example? Well, why I, can't you go back? Let's go back to movies in the 20s, 30s, mm. 40s, 50s, and work our way back to now, rather than oh. going, yeah, that movie that was like six years ago, let's make, remake that Yeah, well, that see, bastard. I don't mind it, because when you watch the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man series now, it is like watching Joel Schumacher Batman. Yeah, I, I can understand. So, it's like, not, at it's the not time, it was so serious, but you watch it now, it is the campest shit you mm. will see. Hey, 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 at no time was the Joel Schumacher Batmans ever considered serious. Okay? <laughs> no, 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 I'm talking about Spider-Man. It's not no, 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 like the no. 70s series. We, uh, we experimented with doing a show, Trailer versus Trailer, where we sat down and we played the original Spider-Man trailer versus the new Amazing Spider-Man mm. trailer. Yeah. And to be honest, as a consensus, all of us said, you know what? As, tra- as just trailer formats, mm. nothing to do with the movie, the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trailer made you want to watch it over the Amazing oh, Spider-Man definitely. trailer. And then you watch it and you see a jazz flute scene and then him become an No, no, that's Spider-Man, Spider-Man 3. But that even, didn't no, no, happen. But that was a mass, two, mass I, hallucination. I, <laughs> I will die by my love for Spider-Man 2. Even watching that, I just thought this is some camp shit. <laughs> like it is, like especially after seeing uh, Amazing Spider-Man, which to me is like the ultimate I'm, reboot. Yeah, 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 it was more realistic. Yeah. Like I'm kind of, Do you know what though? What what? This is my opinion though, and I could be wrong here, and I'm going to get cried down by at least two people here. <laughs> Nolan hadn't done Batman yet. Fuck you. 
He he took the superhero genre. And made it more, I'll give him that. Uh, no, do you know what I mean? Fest, yeah. Made it more realistic. Made it that bit darker. Wait, and I now everybody's the fellow Bolt. Um, made Nolan it just into fan. some dude he, in a suit. Yeah. See, I'm with Brendan. I, it well, did. You Batman, are. You're on that end of the table. Batman begins. Fight you. Batman Begins changed superhero genre again. Yeah, oh, it did. Look, can look, I, can I, it's a it's a fucking Nolan love fest yeah, again. Hey yeah. Steve, you want to go, go into the bathroom our, and jerk know. off, and we'll stay here and do the rest of the podcast. Yeah, the, Wilson, Wilson, wait, and I'll finish this off while you two and go Dan? Out and and on oh, Dan, that's right, because you're a hey. I'm just fan. pointing out Todd, facts. Watch your mouth because the second you turn your back, I'm chucking Schumacher nipples on your Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 it's just now thinking about it. I'm thankful that um, he didn't do the shadow. Oh. Who? Schumacher. No, no, no. Um, Nolan? Nolan? No, friggin' the bloke who did Spider-Man. I've forgotten his name. Sam, Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. Yeah, he, uh, I'm, Dark, I'm Dark real, Man. He did Dark Man because he couldn't, couldn't do the, the shadow, shadow, the rights for the shadow. Yeah. And up until now, he still wanted to do the shadow. I'm probably a little bit thankful he, did, he didn't he get the chance. He never got it. Yeah. Do you know, to, to be fair to him, though, I mean, this is a completely different thing, but I really enjoyed um, Oz the Great and Powerful. I yeah, I did. I, I, I thought it was a good movie, too. Yeah. Haven't seen it yet. No spoilers. Oh, no, no. Oh, no, no wait, it's, it's seen really Dan, good. have you seen it? No, Dan hasn't seen it. Wilson, you've seen it? No, I haven't. No. God, what is wrong? Uh, Lowy, no. you and I, that no, are things to do, people. places to be. It was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. He took, he took Ghostbusters. Uh, a movie, you know, from 80 years ago, essentially, and he, he didn't fuck it up. I thought he was quite faithful well, to it. It, it is a prequel, that. isn't it, though? Like, it's, yes. it's about the, yes. the whiz. This yeah. is more like along the lines of Not the Michael the Jackson version, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no, it, I, I really thought he did like a great job with that. And that that's something that you could... The sm- smallest thing could fuck it up. Doing a quick flashback. Uh, Mr. Wilson, you and I were having a quick chat. You were telling me about a classic animated series oh, yeah. just before, we, before the podcast. And... Mm. Uh, I have I've never watched it. It's, it's yeah, uh, I found that hard to believe. Uh, that that uh, a, early eighties, late, just, late oh, very 70s. early eighties, and I'm I'm assuming widget. <laughs> no, uh, I <laughs> although that was awesome. Is it widget? The widget, widget that world watch. Oh, the purple dude transform. No, it's a flashback. Um, I borrowed the first season of Robotech off a friend. Oh, um, and I I haven't image. seen that for I. Uh, since Boris the Black Knight was on in the morning. Wow. <laughs> oh, shit. I remember um, Boris the Black Knight. And it's it's the robots, so it's not it's not Macross, it's not it's not dubbed or, or I mean sorry, it is dubbed. It's 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 the cut that I'm used to having seen. The so it's just amazing. I was just talking to Todd, I can't obviously there'd be some legal thing, surely, like lots of things, but why they haven't done uh Macross or Robotech. Well, see, I always think yet. what got me into so cool. Robotech was actually Transformers. Cause yeah. You, you had the robots and everything, but it was yeah, because and then they were designed. The toy was yeah, even the crossover. Jetfire, yeah. because one of my favourite characters from the original cartoon was Skyfire, but then there was no Skyfire toy. Yeah. And I was always really disappointed. It was, you know, I was a little kid back then, so it was only as I grew up that I found out why there wasn't, that there was this Jetfire toy. And then there were other Transformers like uh, Roadbuster, World, uh, Deluxe Insecticons. Mm. That were from. You are such a uh, Transformer Takara geek, yeah, dude, at the time. Yeah. Well, they were all and just so toys were, before the Yanks got old. Yeah, and so that was why I never had that toy. But then mm. I was like, well, what's this Robotech stuff? Like, a friend of mine had Jetfire. The Gerwalk <laughs> mode of the Jet, where it's like half transformed between Jet and Robot mode. and He's still fully trans. He, he, brilliant. He, he was basically a rebadged Veritech. Exactly, just a yeah. rebadged Veritech. <laughs> um, straight over my head. <laughs> Which, going in along that lines too, is um, it was only years later I got into Gundam. Yep. Which, well, Gundam's the the stuff. If anyone's actually been paying attention this last few days, is it the Facebook, models you're posting the on models the page? That are, Gunpla is Gundam plastic, and yep. it's these models where 
You'd be able to do it, Todd. There's no glue involved. I was going to say, yeah, because you know what? I'm, I'm not allowed to Mate, I've seen anymore. your Batman Forever vehicles, and mine looked exactly the same. Glue everywhere. But they just, you snip them out, you click them together. I was drunk when I built that, thank you. <laughs> I was and 15 10. years of age. <laughs> so I was going to say, you would have been 15. <laughs> we, we all have to have a competition. I bought a gun tank at the, um, the Model and Hobby Ooh, Expo nice. in Brisbane last year because I think the guys you were talking about. Um, yeah, um, I found these guys recently. Hang on, hang on. Ding, ding, ding. Here's a plug for a cool shop. <laughs> there shopping. is a plug. Zomster. Z-O-M-B-S-T-E-R. Yep. Located in... Tuong Shopping Village. and in Brisbane. In Brisbane. And I found... It was, it was an online site. My better half had been telling me about it. We, we were just walking along. We are like, what's this awesome display case in the shopping oh, centre? It's about time they had a good and shop. And we there. go check it out, and it's just wall-to-wall gunpla, wow. anime, manga... So I pop in the other day, you know, pick up a few models, very friendly staff, and I've entered us into the Gold Coast leg of the Bundai Gunpla World Builders Championship. Give him a clap. Give him a clap. You know, it's Steve Muller representing Geeks. I'm not not expecting much, but it was just seeing these guys. Like, I got a few models a few years ago because I like the whole not having to paint, not having to glue. And there is that satisfaction (laughs) of when you build these things, it's like, I can go buy a $28 Transformer. Yeah. Transform it once, transform it twice, on display, stays there. I can spend the same amount of money on a model that will take me a day to build, but when you build an arm or a leg and it ratchets as you move and you're clipping it together, (laughs) you can sit there and go, not only does that look fucking awesome, I built that. Yeah. Do you know what else you can get in the way of a And no clue. (laughs) And now, I know we've just been No huffing. No, I was just been talking about this one shop, but um, I don't even know the name of the other one in the valley, the um, in the little arcade. I haven't been to this yeah. yet, but Emily well, has been telling me. They have she, got uh, go. fully assembled. You have to assemble it, so I think there's glue required, which you'll be shocked to know. But Cyclone from the third season of Robotech, so the bikes, oh. and they actually, uh, even after you've built it, they still... Transform. So. I, I did find this um, in Zomster the other day with some of the... Because they go up in class. Like, you've got entry grade, high grade, master grade, perfect grade. That's me. <laughs> Straight and into like, perfect. I'm talking perfect grade can be, we're talking, what, foot and a half yeah. tall? Well, you think and I there can't are do ones it? that they kind of... Tra- I've got one that kind of transforms. You have to clip it apart and fold apart and put it back together. There are ones where foot and a half tall, you've put together with little tiny, you know... Millimetre by millimetre pieces and stuff do, like that. Do, do I'm used to working in millimetres. Do you, <laughs> <laughs> and do you it will fully transform do you, without... Do you doubt my talent to be able to get one of them built? I do. You know <laughs> no, 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 no. Admittedly, yes, I imported <laughs> I a little tiny... I challenge you, no, no, sir. I imported a tiny Asian child to build it for me, and I'm paying him a bowl of rice a day. But it will be built, and it That's will be no perfect. to talk about Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even Asian. Like, uh, that's not pretty, Wilson. We might, we might all be Asian by the end I, of the I year. am a pretty oh. handy um, model maker, though. As, as we so. get to the Supernova challenge, everybody gets a model. Best one wins. Yeah. Well, said, well, you know well, hit up Zoms to see if they'll, they'll, they'll sponsor us. <laughs> Thank God there's no glue, because I really would. <laughs> You'd end up seeing me with my hands stuck to my head in the Twimba Hospital. <laughs> and, 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 only one of them. <laughs> yeah, the, the other one's stuck <laughs> somewhere else. <laughs> what were you doing? I was watching porn and really... It, it, it definitely would The glue would go nowhere near your eyes. No. no. <laughs> That'd freak you out. Yes. As yes. we uh, head towards the pointy end of the podcast tonight... Yes. I'll give Todd the pointy end. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, you. Of my podcast. I think we need to, yeah, say a quick hello to our younger selves. Remember the first time you ever saw Ghostbusters? Oh. oh. Yep. Yep. I can. As a kid. Brendan? Yep. Can, can you remember? remember? I can. Yeah? Uh, it was around the time Ghostbusters 2 <laughs> was coming. He's got an amazing memory on him. He can no, remember being birthed. <laughs> dude, um. dude, I can't remember what I had for breakfast. No, I didn't have breakfast. It was around the time Ghostbusters 2 came out. Yep. Um, we had a big family barbecue at our house this particular day. It was Sunday night and Channel 10. <laughs> July 23rd, 1983. Towards the end of the year and Channel 10 it was showed stayed. Ghostbusters like that night on TV cool. and I sat up with mum and we taped it Yeah, and I think it had the rating of PGR. You copyright pirate? <laughs> I taped no, it no, TV. No, 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 that would have been PGA. Parental guidance. It was PGR. Parental, was parental PGR? guidance recommended. Recommend? Remember oh, that? Wow. PGR. PGR. Oh, Remember the yeah, AO and PGR, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah, I, I sat up and watched Ghostbusters. I was five. When did you first I, see it? I can't exactly remember when or I remember it's very two very vivid memories of it kind of like a never-ending story. The Gargoyles. Yep. And there is only Zool. Those are the only two bits I can remember from originally seeing it. Yeah. And it reminds me of the wolf thing in Never Ending Story. Mm-hmm. The Gargoyles and them both scared the mm-hmm. shit out of He's me. He's still having therapy oh, for I, that. No, I watch them now that I'm like, that was it? <laughs> <laughs> Wilson, when did you first see it? Um, I'm pretty sure it was, if not the first, one of the first VHSs that we ever got out. After wow. we got our first VHS player and there was... Back when there was the first video shop in Gatton, that was. I Gatton. Think, I, wow. I think we pretty was much it got it out. Max? We got up to three at one point. Um, no, but three I, videos, three <laughs> video shops, <laughs> but they had just had one video each. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Dean, when did you first see it? Um, yeah, I was, I was in grade one. No, no, yeah, 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 grade one. And um, dude, I can't remember that far back. Pretty, yeah, it was grade one and. Dad got a second VCR so we could do the old higher. <laughs> the original piracy. Higher had a tape from the video store and, and I think there was, there was two others. One was Name Before Time and the other one was Carry and Courage. Oh, yeah. I want to go wow. back and sit in that lounge room with you and watch all three of those movies. <laughs> yes. They're all awesome. Well, because it was Ghostbusters first and I was like, yeah, this is great. And then it was Caravan of Courage. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and then it was Land Before Time, which I'd seen beforehand and knew it was good awesome. as a kid. But as a, like, you watch it now and it's horribly... It's still awesome. It's depressing. <laughs> <laughs> he, he watches his mother getting eaten by the... T- anyway... <laughs> It's, yeah, it's bad, but yeah, that's that's my first Ghostbusters. Um, I, the, the, there is one vivid moment in my life that I can remember, where uh, my bedroom uh, was being my dad and the next door neighbour who was a painter was painting my bedroom this like a sky blue colour. Yeah, and I remember they were painting the room. And I was running up and down the uh, corridor, checking on, on them, <laughs> ch- checking on them during the ad breaks of Ghostbusters. And and mum and uh, the wife from from next door uh, were in the lounge room watching Ghostbusters. And I remember that one shot of the camera looking up towards the the top of the building with the clouds over the top mm. of it. Yeah, and yeah, just just one vivid moment. I'm, I can't remember a, a hell of a lot of shit of my childhood, but I can remember that one little I, snippet. My first time was with uh, my two older brothers. Um, Dan, similar to you, uh, up to the video shop, 
you know, and uh, with they, the second VCR. Hey? <laughs> no, uh, I'm no, not going to don my, my brothers nor myself. I need Ghostbusters you, and some blank tapes. Yeah. <laughs> you just set up the the, VC, the, the VHS video camera and no, filmed the but, TV screen. Oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. And I then do, someone gets up and walks in front of the TV. <laughs> oh, I do actually remember some Russian guy. <laughs> um, I do remember, yeah, like uh, watching it on on, on VHS with yeah. my brothers. Um, I think they'd both seen it when it originally came out. Because as I said, I, was, I remember going to Ghostbusters two. With my eldest brother Troy, he took yep. me along when I was a little kid, and I got to see it on the big screen, Ghostbusters too. But the clear, vivid memory for me, my cousin Scott had a, I think it was Atari, and there was a real yeah. basic yeah. Ghostbusters yeah. game. No, my cousin had that on the, the um, on the Apple. Oh, yeah. wow. like, those yeah. are some of the greatest games ever made. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, cousin, I remember the, the Atari version. Um, yeah. and same, remember, same game. Yeah, and it was wicked because I think... Yeah, it the was little, so hard. You drove, drove the Ecto-1 at one point. And, yeah. yeah, and the, the little really car came difficult. out of the garage and yeah. you know, we got the streets. And it, It's one of those movies too. Like when I first saw it, like I said, I was, <laughs> I was five. 1984, I, yeah. It came out and you know, I watched it in 89. And I watched it all the time as a kid. I could probably quote every line from the film. It was one of those films. You remember when we were kids... Um, you knew every year they would play the big ones. You'd get um, Ghostbusters. Back you'd when get there was Goonies, only one get Ninja Turtles in the whole this. town. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm talking on TV. Every oh, year you you'd knew. get your big movies. And, and, and each channel. So Channel 7 would play it at the start of the year. Channel 9 would have it in the middle of the year. Yeah. Channel 10 would play it at the end <laughs> yeah, of the year. Yeah, because there were things like... And then they, it became the kindergarten cop era where every two or three months kindergarten cop would be on. Yeah. They'd be on replay. And then, and then it was uh, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Yep. Like every two or three months, you were guaranteed to see those films. You yep. didn't need a replay. That's what it was like back then. But it was, yeah, like once a year, at least on one channel. It's, it was, like I say, it's one of those films where like you watch it as a kid, you know every line. I didn't watch it for maybe five or six years in my yeah. mid to late teens. Watched it as an 18-year-old. Fucking cacked myself laughing because you get all the references. You don't yeah. go all over the your old, head. All the older jokes that you yeah, didn't get you as a kid. That you don't get as a kid. It was the same with the first Ninja Turtles movie. Yeah. Didn't watch it for years. Yeah. Watched it as a you know as a teenager. I, I must have killed been. myself. It's like laughing. any of those movies, like it's even like an episode of Simpsons. I love oh, watching yeah. old Simpsons because every time I watch an episode that I have seen seventy three times thanks to Channel Ten, <laughs> yeah. I will still pick up on something new every time because there's just so it, many references. As a kid, just, you don't and the movies get are the same. You like just proves holy shit. This is what this movie's about. It just proves how different it's it is when you when you raise my, when you got two older brothers, you know, and you're the youngest the youngest brother. I'm talking the you know, ten years difference yeah. between me and the oldest one, um, because that classic line, you know, is this true? Yes, it's true. <laughs> this, this man, man has, has no dick. dick. I remember <laughs> running around the line in that film. <laughs> I remember running around the house with my Ghostbuster fucking toys. I'll be there like, oh, is this true? Yes, it's true. This man has no dick. And I remember my mother would be like, what the. F- did he just say? This <laughs> <laughs> picture tonight when that line's coming. May I please see the like, containment? It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Yeah! <laughs> now, and it's also the, the other classic line. Pendleton. You know, That's a big um, twinkie. Ray, when someone <laughs> asks if, if you're a god, you say yes. yes. <laughs> and can, who, can, who can name my other favourite line out of that film? If you say he slimed me, I'm going to no, slime you. No, no. Oh, Jin, do you know I what it is? I don't know. It's not library scene. Are you... Alice. No. <laughs> Listen, you smell something? That's <laughs> it. <laughs> I absolutely Listen, fucking, you smell something? I love that line. I love that line. See, I'm looking forward to seeing yes, it. Yes, have some. I had a roommate a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes, have some. I had what an a, asshole. I had a roommate a few years ago that, like, you know me with my Transformers. He was like that with Ghostbusters, yep. but to an obsessive Sounds state. Like a top and this, this was a, f- no, but this was a freak. I 
I regret ever living with him. A lot of bad choices made. <laughs> Sounds more like, like me last year. Roommate. <laughs> the, the hovel that was his bedroom that just smelt like c- celibacy and uh. <laughs> totally free of ghosts. Totally free of ghosts. But he was a massive Ghostbusters fan. So because I was just constantly around it, and he was always going on about it. They even had a remember that top twenty show they used to do twenty to one. Twenty to one. They did a hundred one like movie quotes. Yep. And he was expecting he slimed me to be the one from Ghostbusters. <laughs> like, are you serious? Like, you think the one that is most ingrained in pop culture that everyone is going to remember is he slimed me? Yeah. So I, I was just completely off Ghostbusters. So I've been away from it. Well, for tonight years is now. your chance to get back Coming into, back it, into it. In fact, it's time to wrap this podcast up because we are getting ready to head up and watch it. What are we watching? One, two, three. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Oh, you're a slack bastard. Uh, just, just don't forget, though, beforehand, if we need to go to the toilet, don't cross the stream. That's right. <laughs> That's right. On uh, that note, <laughs> joining me tonight on the podcast was Mr. Stephen Wilson, <laughs> the sexy Steve Muller. Batman Bond correspondent, that's a big Twinkie, Brendan. Devastating Dan the Man. Wake up, and I'm Pots and Pans. I've been your host, Todd Bailey. Thanks for tuning in. Ginge, where can people find us? YouTube.com forward slash Geekspeak Australia. Facebook.com forward slash Geekspeak TV at Geekspeak AU. And we are so close to a thousand likes, people. Last nine, time I looked, nine hundred ninety-two. Oh, Yesterday lunchtime, w- we were nine hundred and seventy-four. Steve has auctioned me off. Someone gets to have me yeah, and, and a bottle, bottle of whiskey. whiskey. They're going to need it. So yeah, not necessarily. I was hoping order. to hit Tell your friends. <laughs> Tell everyone. Jump on the. Facebook I was hoping page, to hit a thousand like. tonight. That's what bit I was of, Bit of a for. milestone. First podcast, thousand fans. Celebrate by watching Ghostbusters. Well, yep. you know, by the time they hear your voice next week, we'll probably be back to 800 fans. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, tune in same bat time, same bat channel next week for Australia's number one geek pop culture podcast and TV series, Geek Speak Live. <laughs> <laughs>